The following podcast covers the topic of safety on a family-owned farm. Host Vanessa Hahn is the Manager of Strategic Compliance at WorkSafe. She is joined by Roman and Tom Winfield, who own and run a family farm in Manjimup. They discuss the interactions that the Winfields had with WorkSafe and the positive outcomes for safety and their business. Hi, I'm Vanessa Hahn from WorkSafe and today I'm joined in the studio by Robin and Tom Winfield who own an avocado farm down in Manjibup. Robin and Tom are our WorkSafe safety champions and we'll be discussing safety on a family-owned farm. So welcome Robin and Tom and thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat with me. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Fantastic. Um, so to kick this podcast off, I um, can you please talk to us about your journey from safety from where you were to where you are now? And we're looking in particular, we know it started off with WorkSafe, WorkSafe inspections. So how about you tell us about that journey? Okay, about um, approximately about four years ago, mm-hmm. we had an incident in our orchard where a young lady was injured on a elevated platform or a cherry picker. And because of that accident, um, we reported it and went through through the system. Um, we had a visit to the farm from WorkSafe. So in that visit, she looked at our training records and generally had a look around the farm and to see what we had, what procedures were in place. So while she came, we were happy to see her and said to her, look, you know, if you can make our farm safer for our family members, plus any workers or employees, we'd be very interested to to get um, training from her. Okay. Yeah, like this girl had only worked for us for six hours and we thought we had everything pretty good to mm-hmm. go. Um, but yeah, it, we had most of the stuff was in place, but just just little things um, she was able to help us with, just to implement and make things even safer around the farm. Uh, so can I ask, um, just so that we can set the scene, um, what size of farm do you have? How many workers do you have? Uh, the orchard's fifty-four hectares. Yeah. Um, and the total area of the farm is about. Um, 160 hectares between our three properties. And when we're in full, um, when we've got a big year like last year, we had 16 mm-hmm. um, avocado pickers, so, so a lot of people to look after. Um, so that that's really interesting in terms of where things started. Prior to the incident on your farm, did you have any interaction with WorkSafe? No, we didn't have any interaction with WorkSafe, but we did know that we needed to have things in place, which yeah. is um, a induction time. For every, any person hops on any machines have mm-hmm. to be inducted. So we had a, had a induction folders and 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 training procedures and work procedures on our farm. We also had in place, um, you know, all, all the machinery. Everyone had to know what machine they were allowed to drive, what they weren't allowed to do, and what they should be the best practice on the property. And that involves a lot of our quality assurance program. So they had to be fairly trained just for that procedure on its own. Okay. Yes, with our avocado packing shed and with um, fresh care, they a lot of that um, those things have already been implemented and we've got a big 
um, training module that we go through with every worker and they have to tick every box. Yeah. So, yeah, we'd already been doing it for many years. So following the WorkSafe visits and, and the improvements that you've made on your farm, how has that helped your business? Yes, well, how it's helped us after WorkSafe came, she pointed out that we needed all to have our forklift tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought that just our own, for our own use, we didn't require it, but she, she suggested we did. So we went off and we had all of our staff trained. Um, since then, we've kept more machinery diaries, um, tag out service cards for any machine that is faulty or not up to operational specs. I'd already implemented um, rollover protection on our quads, which we don't use much now because we've gone to side-by-side machines, uh, helmets, and we've always supplied sunscreen, eye protection, safety glasses for our workers because they're in the orchard. And since then, we've also, um, all every machine has safety harnesses. So when they're elevated, they have to have their harnesses on. And, um, you know, they've been made aware of any any danger things that could happen and also um, startup records for machinery. So forklifts, they've got to do a startup procedure each time they use them or each, each day. So that was all asked to do and we implemented all those things. Okay. And we always, if there's something our workers aren't happy with, we always say to them, let us know. We can't fix something yeah. if we don't know. Even if they think it's small, just yeah. let us know and we'll decide whether it needs to be fixed or not kind of thing. That's, um, and that's, that's brilliant. So you've got that two-way yeah. open communication with your workers, which is just yeah. so yes. important. Yeah, and they know. Yeah. yeah, they know that we'll fix things if they're not happy with things. Yeah. So, so can I ask a very naive question based on on everything that you've implemented, because I, I think it's brilliant. Um, do you have a safety manager on farm or is this what is this something that you do on off your own back? Oh, on our property, we, my son is is the is farm manager and my, yeah. Robin and, and my daughter-in-law are the first aid officers. Mm-hmm. And we had two, had a, a farm orchard manager and we've got another format manager now. They are the people who make sure that all procedures are done that's their mm-hmm. that's their job as orchard manager they go around and make sure people are complying mm-hmm. with what we ask them to do they make sure they've got their harnesses on or they are um, parking the machines in a safe place or operating machines in a safe manner mm-hmm. so yeah we have we've each year there's an orchard manager delegated and that part mm-hmm. of that job is to make sure that safety is number one priority a lot of the farmers that we deal with or interact with, they're usually small family businesses. And, you know, often it's, we don't necessarily have the time for safety because we're, you know, involved with the actual business, hands-on business. What I'm trying to get at is you're also a family-run business. However, you've been able to implement all these safe practices. So it's not something that's not doable. It's it's easy to accomplish if you know what to do. It's very um, accomplishable, and like we've got grandchildren on the farm, mm-hmm. like we've got four generations actually living on the farm at the moment. Yeah. So we don't not only don't want our workers to get hurt, we don't mm-hmm. want our grandchildren to get hurt either. So yeah, yeah we've got speed signs all around the farm, yeah. and 
Um, yeah, yeah, we've got properties, so crossroads, so each crossing's got a stop signs. Um, we've got um, beware of machinery operating. We've got yeah. beware of children when they get close to my son's house. Mm-hmm. Um, we put, um, you know, safety muster points on the property. We've got, we've, we've implemented lots of signage in the sheds where the forklift works. It's got painted poles, bunting around cool rooms, um, protection on doorways. Uh, it, it, you don't have to do it all at once, but you've got to be, you, you should be able to implement small things or things as you go and keep building on on what you started. So we didn't do it all in one day. We did it over a period of time, but every time we've seen there was a, a point where we could make things better, we implemented signage or painted posts so people are aware there's a, there's a culvert or whatever mm-hmm. and in the, in the orchard as well so that people are aware that there is it is a working farm. There is machinery travelling all the time. We've got a lot of um, tractors and machinery running around the property. So, yes, it, it does take a little bit of time, but you don't have to do it on one day. You, you can implement it over a period of six months, 12 months. You said that you have um, fruit pickers on your farm during peak periods. How do you handle the inductions? I sit down with them. We've got a, a big book yeah. and I have a copy mm-hmm. and the, the workers have a copy and I sit down and I read out every sentence to them mm-hmm. and then there's a box next to that sentence to tick yeah. and I, at the end of that she- each section I say to you, do you understand this? Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to ask about this? Yeah. And we'd go that for every section. And then when it comes to like the driving the cherry pickers, mm-hmm. we leave that section out until they actually, we have them working on the ground picking first mm-hmm. so we can see what their personalities are like before we put them in a cherry picker because only certain people can drive them. Yeah. And so we can work side by side with them. And seeing we're only small, we're always out in the paddock working side mm-hmm. by side with them. And, yeah, once we think, yep, okay, he'll be a good person to put in a cherry picker, then we go back over those questions for the cherry picker and then our farm manager, he goes through and there's a work safe thing on the on the cherry pickers in their manuals and he'll go through all that with them as well. It takes and- about a day to get what a person um, just through induction just to get into the machinery. Mm-hmm. So if, we've got, if we're going to start picking, we might have four Four people, and we do four inductions at one time. Yeah. And then once those people are often competent, and after a day or two, if they're not competent in the machine or feel they don't like it or not safe in it, then they are removed from the machine. That is, it's it's not compulsory to operate them. They've got to be comfortable in their duty. And mm-hmm. if they're not comfortable, then they'll go back on the ground and someone else have a go. Or if we see that they're smashing our trees, we will yeah. say no. Um, might be best if you go back on the ground and pick with the ground crew. Yeah. yeah. So we we keep a very close eye on make sure that they are capable. Once they're capable, um, they're generally pretty good for the whole season. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I know people may think that spending a day on inductions, that's wasted time. But really, if you think in terms of if there's an injury on your farm or there's a fatality, the number of days, the number of hours that you'd be spending towards the investigation or dedicating towards an investigation, just it's not worth it. You may as well just spend the one day and do inductions. 
Right. Most definitely. Yeah. And these machines are very expensive mm-hmm. and they can also damage our trees too. So we've got to make sure that they operate them in a, in, in a safe manner because they can either pinch their fingers or get jammed between a tree and, um, you know, it can be serious injuries with those machines because they have a lot of power and they'll crush people very quickly. I, I do appreciate the fact that you mentioned this four generations on your farm and, and you brought into this topic the, the idea of your children, grandchildren on farms. And one of the things that I found quite heartbreaking was that children under 15 actually form part of our statistics when it comes to fatalities uh, in the agricultural industry here in um, Western Australia. And it's really important that we're mindful of the fact that whilst it's a family business, it's it's a home, but it is also a work site. And that, yes, that's correct. Yeah, and we have an absolute duty of care to these little kids working, you know, walking mm. around in the farms and, and just making sure that they're safe because they don't necessarily have an understanding of what could happen um, yeah, we, on we, farms. I know um, people I've grown up with or dealt with, they've mm. lost their child to a, a motorbike accident on the property mm. uh, a couple of years ago. So we, we're very well aware of, um, you know, that young children can be harmed and lose their lives uh, yeah. through um, accidents. So... We only can do so much. Our workers have also got to take responsibility of their actions as well. Yes. And if we implement stuff and they don't follow that, those guidelines, and then there can be accidents, but we make sure that we try to eliminate all problems of yeah. having accidents. And we're teaching our grandchildren to, <clears throat> in the middle of picking season, when there's a lot of people out in the orchard, that the grandchildren have to stay away. They can't mm-hmm. come near the workers and things like that. Yep, and that's that's just absolutely brilliant that you're so proactive in ensuring that they are kept safe on the farm. They're mm. also, they're at a, from a very early age, made aware of your safe farm practices. And I think it's brilliant for your business continuity um, should they decide to join the family business. They know how to operate mm. safely. Um, that's brilliant. And we, I always say to backpackers, we get a lot of backpackers from other countries, mm-hmm. and I'd say if, if I sent my son or daughter overseas to work on a property, I'd hope that they would take the same care to train my child for safety as I, I've got responsibility because I've got someone else's child from overseas on my property, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be responsible that their child was injured or killed on my property. So yeah. it's, it's very important to me that everyone is goes home safe. So one of the um, outcomes of bringing it back to WorkSafe and, and inspections and dealing with WorkSafe is you now export overseas. Um, yes. In order to, to do that, did you need to have any safety systems in place? Was there a requirement for a safety system? Not so much, but there is now. In, in yeah. our latest uh, Japanese audit, mm-hmm. they do inspect our machinery, make sure we, our machinery records are up to date, that mm-hmm. we are servicing equipment, we are maintaining our machinery, um, mm-hmm. our hygiene, our shed cleanness, yeah. our orchard um, cleanness, and how we run our business comes a very big part of it now. Yeah, um, and, and this is what we're trying to 
put forward to farmers that safety is not an afterthought. It should be form part of your business plan, your core business plan, because ultimately, if as a business you can demonstrate that you're keeping your workers safe, you've got minimal injuries, you're more likely to attract a higher number of workers wanting to come onto your farm. You're also more likely to attract, in terms of grants, in terms of business ventures, um, you know, within Australia and outside of Australia, you become quite inviting. People want to do business with you because you've got your values in place and and you know how to operate a safe system in that area. Yeah, we, we've got a reputation of being um, a good place to work. Yeah. Um, it words around that, you know, we have the backpackers, places that, you know, our place is a good place to work, they're well looked after, well well trained, and we have a safe, you know, fairly high, very high safety um, program on our property. Yeah. And that's come back to us a number of times that, you know, we are taking care of the people we employ. That's brilliant. They all say that they've never filled in such a um, comprehensive, a comprehensive um, booklet when they start work. They reckon ours was the most comprehensive. That's good. If it means it keeps them safe, that's great. And, you know, I think what you're also doing if is if these workers go on to other farms, they know what basically gold standard is because you're you're setting that standard for them you're empowering them and they move on to a different farm to work they go well this is what i should be provided with so you're not just doing this amazing job for your farm but you're doing such a brilliant job in terms of educating the people working on your farm and and allowing them to know how they should be treated and the environment that they should be working in now well julie's done a good job too because julie was very gentle as she came and said look you need Mm. to improve on this and this and this this is four years ago, mm-hmm. and when she came a month ago, she said, I had to get on. I said, oh, well, we've done this, this, and this. We've implemented everything you asked us to do. We've mm-hmm. implemented it, and we've also gone a little bit further, and that's what she was very happy that we actually took on board yeah. the recommendations that she gave us to make our place better. And I said, you know, through her, yeah. um, we've gone ahead and, and, and improved our property. I, and I'm I'm really glad to hear that you've had such a positive experience with one of our inspectors because they are quite dedicated in in yes. what they're doing and they genuinely want to come out and help. Um, yeah. We're not there to constantly be writing notices and penalising you. We have the same interest in that. We want to ensure that you're working safely, that you go home safely. Yeah, when Julie came. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had no problems and we said to her, look, if you can make our, even the first visit, we said up front, look, if you can make us our business better <laughs> and show us where we where we need to improve, we will listen to you. We, mm-hmm. I know some people get really angry when they come because they think that they're going to intrude and make their life hard. But if you work with WorkSafe, you can get along quite well. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, should be one of our take-home messages that, we're there to foster a positive working relationship with our stakeholders. Um, any final parting words to our listeners? Do you have any advice to our listeners? Yeah, what, what I can say now is, is the change. I've, I've read up a lot about the new laws and the changing of laws in WorkSafe and and what it, you know the consequences of not doing these things. Yeah. I suggest that everyone should get on board and if they're not sure, get in touch with you guys to give them a heads up or work to to make things are better. You know, I read in the paper the other day there's a lot of fatalities of young farmers and older farmers. Yeah. 
and it's just not on. It's it's just it's a tragic loss to to everyone. Yeah. So I I recommend that work with you guys, and um, it's not that hard. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me today, and thank um, you being so inspirational, not only to me but you know to hopefully to our listeners. I really appreciate that you've taken the time to join us. Thank you, Robin and Tom. Thank you. Thank you. Good night.